1: Grand subject today that strikes at the heart of, if you will, our Christology, Brother Travis. Christology, saints, is just simply the study of Christ. And I've got to ask myself, if somebody walked up today and said, Todd, tell me about Christ, and just sat down quietly and waited for me to talk about the Son of God, how much would I have to say about the Mm. King from Heaven? How much? How much could I speak about the glories of the? scarlet thread the bloodline from Genesis to Revelation how long could I talk about this glorious King that came from heaven to earth to die for us while we were yet sinners brother Travis we're going to be looking at Colossians 2 and 3 chapter 1 to bring us up to speed is speaking about the divinity of Jesus Christ and how he created all that is and how he sustains all life and then the second chapter warns us about anyone in in general it warns us about anyone who would seek to seduce us paul uses that word i believe or beguile you in this particular chapter beguile another place in the new testament he uses the word seduce but verse four he says that this first of all in verse three can't miss it in him or in whom jesus christ are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are all locked up in Christ folks to know him is to begin to learn as he will divulge the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and then in the verse four he says and this I say must any man should beguile you with enticing words now here comes the great apostle whom the Lord gave his heart to if you will his position to, if you will, concerning his people. Now, Paul is a gentle, loving man, but he is a ferocious bulldog when it comes to false teachers. We see that throughout the New Testament. So now he's warning them, "...to beware, lest any man beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I also with uh, you in spirit, joining and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord." This goes for all of us believers, whether we got saved yesterday or 100 years ago. "...as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him." Rooted in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Brother Travis. Yes, Todd. You know, in 1 Corinthians 2, 2, Paul said, For I have determined to know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified and you know what Any time we look at scripture we have to see christ himself his person as well as his cross because it's always there And if you look at, at verse six we read that and we come to christ jesus the same way we walk in him the same way we continue in him and the way we come to him is through faith dying and rising with christ todd that is the way that we began with christ We died with Him, and we were buried with Him, and we rose up with Him in a participation. And then that is the same path of continuance. That is the way we walk in Him. We die daily, and we rise daily with Him through faith. So the whole thing from beginning to end. Justification, sanctification, and glorification is all just faith, Todd, through our participation with Christ in His death and resurrection. That is beautiful. Then let me mention so verse... Day. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we'll just stop there on verse 6 and get to 7 in a minute. Go ahead, brother. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this is a picture of and instructions of our daily walk in the gospel, which is what? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, First Corinthians 15. 1 through 4. So, brother, would you say relegate ourselves? We assign ourselves. Uh, we agree Resign, to resign ourselves. Okay. Resignation to self and taking up Christ. Uh, giving okay. our, of ourselves over to him. Letting go a surrender, Todd. And now, hey, let me say this, Todd. This is, yes, the way this contradicts to me, and the warning here is against the gospel as it's understood today in most places, and that is that you receive Christ by faith, but you continue with him by human effort under law. And see, there's where the breakdown is today that we don't walk in him the same way we began in him. Yes. We do it Having by human begun. effort and law instead of through faith. Yeah, Galatians 3.3 3, Who has bewitched you? This is witchcraft behind this whole thing. And that there he is speaking right there in Colossians 2 that we just read is beware lest any man beguiled. In fact, the next verse he says verse 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy or ruin, spoil me to ruin you through philosophy being deceit at the tradition of men after the rudiments or the thinking of the world and not after Christ. For in him mm-hmm. was all the fullness God had bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all the principality and power. Uh, many of the leaders, as Isaiah nine sixteen says, the leaders of this people have caused them to err, and they that a letter of them are destroyed. Now, I didn't make this up. I'm just quoting it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to acknowledge what the Bible said would be the case in the last days. successfully. There's a conspiracy of false teachers, a priesthood of them who conspired to do what? To destroy souls. This comes straight out of Ezekiel 22, verse 25 through 27. Ezekiel 22, 25 through 27. Now, anyone not preaching this cross and the glories of Christ and causing folks to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and to be counting themselves crucified with Christ, I'm just going to come out and say, that's a false teacher. And it doesn't take anything more than that to be an enemy of the cross of Christ. This gospel is all about and is defined in the person of the very Son of God. He is the good news who came to the earth while we were yet sinners to die for us. And in order to follow him, he said, you got to take up the cross. You gotta resign yourself to the cross every day so that I can reign in your life, Brother Travis. you've mentioned beginning in the spirit and then trying to muscle our way, if you will, through this life in our own self and et cetera It's mm-hmm. galatians three three Saints are ye mm-hmm. so foolish says person said who's bewitched you, the apostle. Then in verse 3 of Galatians 3, Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Question mark. That's a big epidemic problem right there, brother, brother Travis, isn't it? It is, brother, and of course that is all related to performance, that we relate to God by our performance, and that is the great beguilement of Satan, to make people think that God loves them if they perform today, but if they don't perform as well tomorrow, he doesn't love them as much. That's legal thinking, and so when we have that kind of thinking, taught, we judge others that way in the same fashion, that we our approach to them is conditioned on the way they approach us. We don't have love for our enemies. We don't live out the gospel. And then we judge ourselves that way. If we don't perform well today, we condemn ourselves. If we do well tomorrow, then we're high on ourselves. And then finally, we judge God that way. You know, if he blesses us, we thank him. But if Bad things happen to us. We we raise our fist. Or I don't, but I mean, many Christians do. They raise their fist at him and say, "Why did you let this happen to me? You're not yeah. really a good God." So this law thing, Todd, is really a problem, and that's why the scriptures and all Jesus says in his parables devote so much time to this problem of living by law as opposed to faith in Christ through grace. Todd, this is something. It has to be worked out in the salvation walk of every believer. And the book of Romans and Galatians are probably two of the best places for it. I love Romans 4, verse 4 and 5. Chapter 3, the end of it, and chapter 4 really helped me in filling in those gaps. God's not going to let somebody else do it for you. You've got, saints, you've got to get in the Word, and the Word will get in you and transform your mind to be able to walk in this grace through faith. It is of grace, that it might be by faith. I believe that's Romans 4.16, also chapter 4 verse 4 of Romans, tells us that it's not to him that worketh. Now, to him that worketh is the reward, not reckoned of grace, but of debt. If you're trying to work for your salvation, whether you've already been saved and then fail, or you're trying to earn it, if you will, and be good enough, you're still in debt because you, you trust your faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And that is Hebrews 11, 6. It is impossible to please him without faith, not works. faith. Now, to To him that worketh is the reward not reckoned, the reward of salvation and justification of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, we ought to all be pointing to ourselves right there. His faith is counted for righteousness. Now when we believe we're somehow righteous in ourselves, we won't see ourselves as the unquote the ungodly in that passage. Now he had just finished the most profound chapter in the New Testament on the sinful nature, the sinfulness of all of mankind, the chapter. Free all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none good. No, not one. And then the last few verses are just profound of the third chapter, beginning in about verse 24, Brother Travis. And I will read that. I believe that could help the saints. I know it's helped me every time I've read it. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in, not ourselves, but in Christ Jesus Redemption is in Christ Jesus, whom God had set forth to be a propitiation or an atoning sacrifice through faith in his blood, not in self, but through faith in his blood to declare, I love this, his righteousness, we have none of our own for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God, to declare and unto- I say at this time, His righteousness, there it is again, it keeps reappearing, the term is righteousness, because that's really the only kind of righteousness there is. Now, the counterfeit would be that we're trusting in our own, like the Pharisees. Self-righteousness. In and, and that guarantees that we will not enter into eternal glory, in fact, Jesus contrasted these two much, didn't he, Brother Travis? He did, brother. Like two men went up to pray. Remember that? Exactly. And the elder son in the prodigal story is a uh performance-based legal mindset. Won't come to the party because he's mad that God, that the Father has blessed this younger son who's lived a profligate life. And so he's mad and says, you know, I've been keeping your rules. I've been working in your fields all this time. You've never given me as much as a kid goat for me and my friends to celebrate with. There you have the classic law mindset, Todd, that keeps us away from the enjoyment of God. Because you know the fact is, Todd, that if we're graded on our performance, all of us are going to flunk. God, you know, doesn't grade on a curve under law. I mean, one sin is violation of the whole thing. So that is not an economy we want to live under, but we insist on doing it for some reason. It's in our genes, Todd, passed down through Adam. And we got a lot of stuff on the website. Couple of categories on safeguard your soul. I want to point you to saints as a resource. Because that's why that whole ministry site has been created and has about a thousand and counting posts. There's some things on grace and mercy and justification, got audios and to really help get the word in your heart and mind. So you can be washed of any semblance as we all need to be. And Brother Charles, I really had to go after this subject. I mean, this is something I have struggled with. And so I had to get in the end of this third chapter of Romans and really get this thing. I mean, Ching is yeah. great. I mean, that should springboard us into a personal life of study to rightly divide and to have this truth in us so that we can begin to, I like the word you use, enjoy relationship with Christ based on mm-hmm. his righteousness which is the only righteousness there is we're talking about Jesus Christ in the heart of the gospel here 2 Corinthians 5:21 God gave his son in our place you know he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him but the first part of that has to be that we realize chapter 3 of Romans is a great place to start that Not one of us is righteous, not one of us. Verse 10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. And, you know, we're, our hearts are what? Deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know them? Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. It's important to study the doctrine of man, the doctrine of fallen man. First, he was created perfect, and then he fell. And all of that, the sin passed down upon us, Romans 5, 19, 18, etc. And we were born separated from God in sin, and that's why Christ came. Again, Romans is the ABCs of the Christian faith, isn't it? brother travis it is now todd let's move if you you don't mind me doing this in verse 7 here in colossians 2 because i love this rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving now that is a continuation of the sentence that was started in verse 6 but as to this rootedness Todd, that is a digging down and a planting of the seed and the establishment of the roots down under the surface. And of course, I connect that with the death, that we we go down with Christ into death and we're buried with him. We're planted in his death, as the King James Version says in Romans 6, 5. Oh, and yeah. so there's the burial right there. That's the death of our foundation right there in the death with Christ. Christ. But then we're built up. He changes from agricultural terms to architectural terms and speaks of a building coming up out of the ground. And there you are speaking of our resurrection with Christ there, Todd. So again, dying and rising is found in this verse. Our rootedness is found in his death. That's where our roots go down, Todd. And then our built up is our participation in his resurrection and ascension and being seated with him in heavenly places ephesians 2 6 so he says in verse 7 rooted and built up in him now that's important that that only happens in christ and established that means to be established in the faith to grow in faith and to be really fully developed in faith as ye have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving god that's just a beautiful beautiful verse you know, brother, it really is. You know, you mentioned earlier, and I want you to underscore this again. This is one of the many treasures that I've actually am not worthy of. And it's come into my spirit and mind through our fellowship over the last decade or so. Brother Travis, And I thank God for you in this regard. Uh, you mentioned earlier, and as you're pointing out here, the two things we must see in every scripture is what? Christ And what? The cross, right? Him crucified. Yes, sir. And our own participation, obviously. But we've got to see Christ in the cross. And everything. And you know, that just talking about this communing concerning the saints, which the Bible says we're to do, we're doing exactly what God wants us to do. We're dwelling Mm. in the word, Word of God richly, which we read right here in the third chapter, verse 16 of this book, this glorious book of Colossians, is that we're to dwell in the Word of God richly. That's not only individually, but as believers. And that's such a feasting time of God revealing Himself to us and His will through His Word. In fact, there's no council on this earth. The meeting, the summits of the world leaders and all that, that's not even... Slightly important to God compared to his saints communing around his banqueting table, hallelujah, as we're going to do with the glory of God forever and ever in eternity to come, which is just ahead. If you listening to this program have heard Todd and I talking about something maybe you hadn't heard much about, that is the deep working of the cross
0: to free yeah.
1: us from the devil's power, from living under law, and from the flesh. That's the way the power of all those tyrants is broken, through the cross. And I don't think you can get enough of this kind of teaching, Todd. When I first discovered this, I was hungry for anybody that mm-hmm. could give me more insight into the cross, Todd, and that's what my mission is right now for the rest of my life, and to carry this message of the cross in its depth to people, to the church, people that have never heard it in the church, Todd. This program, thousands, some of these shows we've done, Brother Travis, have been listened to just on Blog Talk radio alone, not on the radio huh stations that it's rebroadcast on three and four and five thousand times. Some of the individual shows. So it is getting out there. If you are a born again believer, I believe this is going to infect you in a good way. And as I said on the earlier show, my old pastor used to say, You're going to be ruined, ruined, ruined because this is going to, it will you. ruin you. That's for you. sure. It will in a good way. And, you know, it's the grace of God working. You know, there's a picture. Let me say this, brother. I was mentioning this to a brother. There's a picture that misrepresents the denial of self taking up the cross and following Jesus and it's this guy you know the drawing of this guy with the, the cross on his back and he's humped over and across the, the philosophy of the cross brother Travis where it's no I don't and think stuff so like, like that because it ends with resurrection okay. doesn't because Life springs out of death. Am I right? Absolutely. And, and you know, when people hear you talk, they say, well, that's the gloomiest, morbid thing I've ever heard. No, it's not. I mean, <laughs> resurrection flows in behind it. I'm reminded of oh, yeah. Moses when he hit that rock, he smote the rock in the Old Testament. Out of that rock flowed the water of life. And so that's the water of life can't flow out of rivers of water, can't flow out of your innermost being until that rock is Todd. that cross unleashes the power of God into your life and into your surroundings and into the world and people around you. When you take up the cross, the very life of Christ comes flowing out of you, Todd. And that will capture people. The love of God will capture people. I mean, you'll be addicted immediately. I tell people, look, I've been in restaurants where, in spite of me, not because of me, God used a donkey, so there's no pat on this back, no place for that. But the Lord would be using me, one of his donkeys, to speak into somebody's life, his word. And I would just go in the bathroom and raise my hands and say, Lord, you are absolutely incredible. How did you do that? But it was Mm -hmm. God somehow because I've prayed and Lord anoint me to the death of self. Not because I've perfectly taken out my cross, but in the semblance of that, in that resurrection life of Christ that works through us as we resign ourselves to the cross is just absolutely teeming. It will teem in us. And I mean, I'm addicted to that, that rush of it, if you will. 2 Corinthians 4.12 comes to mind, Brother Travis. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. And that's the key to all true ministry that got to be done by God himself, by the resurrection and the life himself. And he will not do that, but he definitely will do that if we lay down our lives. And when we do say, Lord, you're greater than me. I don't have anything to offer them. There's no good thing in me. You know, Romans 7, mm-hmm. 18. And tell him you and, take and over, the, Lord. Thank you for your righteousness. Yeah, go ahead. And that verse you just quoted there in Second Corinthians 4, 12 is preceded by verse 8, 9, which is perplexing circumstances, persecution, cast down, you know, these are experiences of the cross, Todd. So that's where faith comes in. And that brings me to another verse is right here in Colossians 2, verse 12. Oh, this is beautiful. Buried with him in baptism. Now, that's not talking about water, Todd. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. So in that verse, you see our participation in this baptism, which is in his death, not watered, in his death, wherein also ye are risen. There's our participation in resurrection, and it happens through the faith of the operation of God, and that's the faith of Jesus Christ that is given to you, and then our response to that faith with our faith. That is so beautiful, brother, and I can't emphasize the glory of this resurrection that will come reciprocally upon our agreeing with God that we have to lay ourselves aside that he might reign, that Christ might reign. In fact, Paul warned that in the last days, folks that profess to be Christians, not the rank heathen, but Christians in 2 Timothy 3, would have a mere form or formula of godliness, but deny the power, and I believe that could refer to the power of Christ, the authority of Christ to reign in our lives. What we hand it over to him and say, Lord, you're greater than I by infinite measures, and I want you to reign in my life today but father in jesus name anoint each of your children listening today and otherwise to the burial of self lord because you've preordained us to be conformed to the image of christ crucified and raised up in your glory and grace in jesus name amen amen
0: Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on SafeguardYourSoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and you're Your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site. And you can use your debit card, PayPal or Patreon, and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country